Hey people, this is Cam, one half of the Football Frame of Mind podcast team. Uh, This will be our college football preview uh, for week four. Um, Like I said, we are happy to give content, man, uh, college football, football content. We enjoy doing this. It's so much fun um, to just talk the game. And give our opinion on how we see football, uh, both pro and and uh, college, man. So I look forward to uh, to keep going. And we just, like I said, me and Brandon love giving the content, and we just want to keep going. So, uh, like I said, this will be the college football uh, week four preview. Uh, just some games to watch, some storylines that I would love to just share with. You know, our fans, subscribers, you know, football fans in general. So, one uh, game I want to start with, which has plenty of storylines, man. Uh, Obviously, everybody who watches our program understands that um, I'm a Bama fan and I'm an SEC homer. So, I'm always going to start with the SEC, man. It's just how it goes, man. So, I look at uh, Bama and Ole Miss playing uh, on CBS um, this week. Uh, interesting storylines, man. You start at the top, obviously. Uh, Lane Kiffin is a saving disciple assistant, whichever way you want to uh, put it. Um, this should be an interesting chess match, man. Uh, Lane Kiffin is probably one of the best assistants that he has had. And he doesn't have a victory against him, so I know he's chopping at the bit. Uh, Throw in uh, last year's defensive coordinator, uh, Pete Golden, and you got yourself a uh, pretty interesting uh, game. So, um, like I said, that's Ole Miss side of it that makes it interesting in my eyes. But uh, obviously you look at Bama uh, struggling with USF uh, South Florida. Uh, It's not wasn't the game anybody expected uh and take it from me the fan base is not happy uh and they there is uh plenty of concern obviously within our fan base um and as far as the team is concerned uh people have been reporting that there is a there was a players only meeting um between uh all the players and I don't think anybody else was allowed. I guess that's a player's only meeting, huh? But um, there was many, many concerns after the game. Uh, Obviously, Jalen Merrill didn't play. Uh, So will this be a a harbinger of things to come? Or, you know, will we get back on track and start playing some, uh, maybe not even Bama football, just respectable football because whatever that was against South Florida was just not Bama football from anything. And uh, one of the super fans of uh, Bama football, Funny Main Johnson, uh, he put it in the best ways I can uh, describe it. He was like, man, the offense has been so bad that we can't enjoy how good the defense has been. And that's an interesting storyline in and of itself, man, because the defense has actually been playing respectable. You know what I'm saying? It's not elite level, but enough fight 
and effort to really, you know, hold it down. You know what I'm saying? But offense just hasn't uh, been doing their part, which makes it harder on your defense anyway. So, uh, but I think if I had to predict, uh, I think Bama uh, gets back on track. Uh, obviously, Jalen Miro starting, so I expect him to have a field day. Um, so uh, we get back on track. I got Bama winning. Uh, another game I want to look at is um, Texas and Baylor, man. Uh, Baylor has been the team that um, kind of de- defies um, uh, Big 12 football. They have had very good defenses the last uh, few years. So uh, Dave Aranda is an awesome uh, head coach, man. So I want to see him get what what it is they've obviously had some uh i think they lost to texas state or something like that um but like i said this is a big 12 game so i believe there will be a lot of a lot of hidden and texas is a uh, rank higher than they probably ever been ranked in a very long time so uh are they smelling their roses obviously beating bama in bama so uh are they smelling their roses a little bit? You know what I'm saying? The game against Wyoming didn't look like a team that, you know, just beat Bama. It looked like a team that was kind of smelling themselves a little bit. But obviously the talent kind of prevailed in that matchup. But uh, Baylor has been known to pull some some upsets. So this would be a major upset. But um if I had to predict, I think Texas is probably going to win this game just because uh, Sark has uh, many, many ways to, uh, to to beat a team, and uh, he'll find a way to beat them maybe late. So I got Texas in this one. Uh, third game I want to speak on is uh, Notre Dame and Ohio State, man. Uh, Notre Dame and Ohio State, obviously, this is a big game. Uh, I think this is a big game for Marcus Freeman. I mean, to establish himself as, you know, one of the best coaches of today, man. Uh, Very good guy. Uh, I really like what he's done in Notre Dame. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to win there. But, you know, he's had some big he's had some uh, some big shoes to fill. Uh, filling in for for Brian Kelly after all the success he had. So this is a a, a program building game for Marcus Freeman, uh, and I expect them to to be up for this game. Man, obviously, uh, I think it's on the road. Um, Ohio State's coming to uh, Notre Dame. I, I'm sorry, I'm mistaken there, uh, but I do think that it will be a really good game. I'm looking forward to. To seeing uh, how they respond to this atmosphere. Uh, when you look at Ohio State, man, they have questions at quarterback too. So um, they named their starter, I believe, last week or something like that. He's going to lead them through the whole thing. So um, quarterback play is an issue. It's not, you know, looking as well as coming into the season. So um, you look at that and you want to. You want to say, all right, well, Ohio State has all these receivers, man, and you think it'd be easy to get them the ball, man. But I think uh, that might be their downfall, man, not having 
an explosive quarterback that they have had the last few years. And I think it'll have an issue in this game. So I'm going Notre Dame winning this one and a big win, you know what I'm saying, to kind of further their rise with Marcus Freeman and building on his program, you know, now and his tenure at Notre Dame. So I got Notre Dame winning this one. Uh, I'm not going to pick the score because scores are so crazy, you know what I'm saying? So, But the last game in my preview as far as games to watch and storylines is uh, Florida State and Clemson, man. Uh, this game over the last, what, five years hasn't been the best because uh, Florida State has obviously been down. But now uh, the roles are reversed. Uh, usually you come into this matchup the last few years, uh, Clemson is ranked where Florida State is in the top five. And um, Florida State is ranked where Clemson is, not ranked. So you come into this thing thinking that Clemson a boat race this team, and that's not true. So I am thinking that this is a, a big statement game for um, Florida State, excuse me, moving forward. Uh, because this is the bugaboo game for them. They've had success uh, in the last decade or so, uh, you know, obviously with uh, Jimbo Fisher. And after that, this was kind of a high-profile game in the ACC. So now, um, obviously, Clemson has a lot of uh, talent, and Clemson still has a new uh, coordinator and a new uh um, quarterback and Kate Klubnik. So there was some really good things that I saw from him, obviously, last week. So um, I would like to to say, like, Florida State is their time. Um, I really like what uh, Norvell is doing down there. He's really successful. He has a great quarterback and a great system, man. If you watch our um, – a recap of uh, last week. I'm high on Jordan Travis, man. I think he's a Heisman candidate. I love the way he plays. He's so fast with his decision-making and smooth with the decision-making to run or pass. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I really like what they're doing. And I think Florida State wins this game, man, just because they are high right now. Like, I'm speaking on offense but Jordan, not Jordan Travis, but Jarrett Verse is a, a monster at defensive end. So I know he's going to wreak some havoc on Cade Klubnik. So I got them winning, man. So like I said, just a preview of uh, week four, man. Uh, last, gosh, man, college football season's moving fast. So many storylines. But um, like I said, uh, we want to keep... Uh, the content fresh and we want to keep it consistent so this is definitely a part of that uh giving you guys a preview of week four this is cam one half of the football frame of mind podcast signing off oh before i go don't forget to like and subscribe now i'm out of here